I'm shook! Hello, everybody, and welcome back to everyone's favorite Hollywood podcast. It's Holly Shook. I'm Ryan, as per usual. I am joined by Armin himself. Hi, Armin. How are you? I am great. I am excited. This is a very special episode for quite a few reasons. Uh, I told you one of them right before we started recording, and I, I want to let the listeners know this one very special um, aspect of this episode. It's the first ever Holly Shook episode without an outline. Uh-huh. I, I know ev- you all know why. You you see the title of the episode as you're listening to this, I'm, I'm presuming. Mm-hmm. We don't need an outline <laughs> for this episode. It's also... It's, also going to be a one topic episode i mean there's many subtopics within the topic but it's a one topic zero outline off the cuff i don't think we needed an outline because we've probably been reading way too much about what we're about to talk about anyway (laughs) so we didn't need to like put it all down in notes i'm excited this is a big episode i also wonder if it will really ever if it'll really even be that different because you do the outlines and they're there and we do need them for the bigger stories, but like we don't really like stick to any, you know, if there's one thing about us, it's, we have no structure, you know? So like do the outlines other than like actually giving us the information, you know, how much do we really use them? We read quotes from them. It helps us segue from one topic to the other, but we don't need to do that today. I feel like we've talked about outlines more in the past couple episodes than ever before because there's the infamous Ryan was supposed to do a non-Kardashian episode outline that I never did and now there's the no outline episode. It's a lot of really just thrilling talks about outlines. It's why the people are here. Also, do not say that family's name. The family who shall not be named. This podcast is not referencing the family who shall not be named. You're going to yell at me for saying their name one fucking time? Yes! This is the episode you've been waiting for. You have been waiting for this episode. All right. Well, you're not allowed to get mad at me because I accidentally fucking said their name one time. Um, uh, If we have to reference them for some reason, they are the family who shall not be named. There is no reason to reference them. I don't even think they were at this event. We are not. Oh, they were. Or at least I think some of them were. Well, we're not talking about them. <laughs> yeah, please. We've now spent more time talking about how we're not talking about them than we've talked about them. <laughs> <laughs> this episode's off to a great start. Messy. Um, so who did you watch the Oscars with? So I went to my friend Nicole's apartment, and I was with my friend Nicole and our other friend Sam. We ordered pizza and wings um i brought some high noons she had some rosé available um i print well i sent her ballots and then she printed them out and so we marked who we thought was going to win and then who we wanted to win personally so it was kind of fun didn't you put coda for best picture i put coda as who i thought was going to win I personally kind of preferred Power of the Dog over Coda, even though I did very much like both movies. But Power of the Dog was so, oh, so good. But you were right on, you know, thinking right. it, it was going to win. It was right. Um, I kind of, I didn't really keep up with my ballot. I, 
had been drinking before and right i was like this isn't fun anymore and so i kind of just stopped looking at who i voted for so i actually don't know how i did in the long run but <laughs> you also had a funny twitter story uh in relation to the oscars and what we're going to be talking about the slap do you want to tell it tell um, it on the podcast for those who don't follow you on twitter which by the way if you're not following rye on twitter do so at the real rye alk Mm-hmm. I tweet very, very, very important and interesting things every day. Um, <laughs> the Oscars were boring. Look, the Oscars, they're boring, right? Not a lot of stuff. I mean, there's parts that are good. I thought the mo- I thought the three hosts were pretty funny when they would come out and do their things. But otherwise, really nothing stood out except... Um, <laughs> no, nothing really stood out at this year's beforehand I was so bored so right. I had been drinking a little bit and I ate like two huge slices of pizza <laughs> was full and so I'm reclining on the couch at my friend's house I'm trying to stay awake look I'm trying to stay awake I'm just, I'm just tired so I fall asleep on the couch just a quick little nap probably 20 minutes i missed billy eilish's performance i was like that's weird she won an oscar and they didn't even have her perform they're like you were snoring through that um i kid you not i woke up like just my body woke itself up as chris walk chris rock was walking onto the stage as he is walking onto the stage I woke up and I was like, ah, I'm back. Kind of like made a joke to my friends. I was like, what did I miss? Like type of thing. And they were like, nothing. And I was like, yeah, sounds about right. And lo and behold, thank God. I would have been so fucking pissed <laughs> if I slept through that. I would have been so mad. It's just one of the things. you ha- If you didn't see it live, you didn't see it. You know, if you weren't watching it as it was happening... You didn't. You don't get to experience it the same way. Well, I don't know. I didn't watch it live. <laughs> ah, I did not. I did not. But oh, I have to say, God, I feel like you spoke even, it into existence. <laughs> we're not even talking about it. You didn't watch it live. I caught it on Twitter, but That's I heard. Tell God. me if this is wrong. I oh, heard God. that the live broadcast in the United States bleeped it all out. Yeah, it was censored, but that was part of the thrill. Uh, then you had to go the- on Twitter and actually find out what happened. So I was finding out what happened probably before you did. No. Oh, my God. I am so pissed. I wish we had an outline. <laughs> and I would have known this before. No. Okay. Okay. Fine. You can tell your little stupid side of it. And then the I'm talking the rest of the fucking time. <laughs> my stupid side of it? I have no stupid side of it. That's the whole thing is that, you know, I wasn't watching. We weren't Gosh. watching. And I was on Twitter and I saw it on Twitter. Oh, my God. The Australian TV version, uncensored. Okay. But here's the thing. Mm-hmm. It's very giving Moonlight La La Land mix up. Part Absolutely. Of, part of the thrill of the event. Look, here's just gonna straight off the bat i don't think it's that big of a deal i don't know why people i don't know how it's become this whole big fucking thing i am so sick of it i wanted it to just be a kind of funny not funny it's not funny but like i wanted it to be kind of like this kind of crazy moment that happened whatever the part of what made it so crazy to watch was seeing it live and like especially like i was with two friends like 
just being like, wait, what? And like, was that real? Like, was that real? Was that like a sketch that kind of just didn't land? Why are they bleeping it out? Why is the Oscars sign like in the middle of this? It was so, we were so confused. Well, we had a similar reaction, by the way. We were confused. We didn't know if it was real or a bit. Right. So I I get it. Of course, everything live is better, but it's the Oscars. It isn't sports. Like, nothing was spoiled for me. I still discovered it fresh. You know what I mean? (laughs) It is sports, Armin. (laughs) Like, I didn't get the final score spoiled, and and then I have to go and rewatch the game. I'm on my timeline. And it shows up on my feed. And it was, it's caption. I don't even know if it referenced it. I think it just said like the Will Smith, Chris Rock moment on Australian TV. I'm like, okay, I'll watch this. Don't really know what this means. And you see it all unfold. And it's insane. It's insane. I mean, we'll, we'll get into it deeper. Um, but I do love your story because I do feel like something about, you know, your body was just spiritually in tune with the Oscars and Will Smith and Chris Rock. Look, I don't, maybe you like woke it into existence, not like spoke it. Right. Yeah, I definitely. <laughs> but waking up, it happened. If you didn't wake up, it wouldn't have happened because they couldn't do something so amazing and crazy well, without I'm you being right. awake for it. Right. <laughs> I mean, like one thing about me is I love drama and mm-hmm. I love spectacle. I love, you know creating nothing out of creating something out of nothing so i think my body could kind of feel the energy shift right before it happened and you know they were able to bleep it out so it is delayed right live tv is always delayed about 30 45 seconds so that they can bleep things out if they need to so maybe like it had happened in california while i was asleep (laughs) And I felt the the energy just directly straight across the country into my soul, woke me up, and then it's happening, quote unquote, live. I think that's what happened. Which is why the first words out of your mouth were, "Did any? Did I miss anything crazy? Right. You know, right? You it knew was- something crazy happened. You just were you, you weren't sure what it was, or if it already happened, or if it was gonna happen, right?" And you know, like when you wake up from a nap, you kind of are like, what year is it? Like you're like groggy. Yeah. Like everything's kind of a fever dream still. So then that was like the first thing I'm experiencing post like kind of drunk nap. And I was like, this isn't real. Like I had no idea what was going on. Um, but wow. You're like, I need to wake up from this very weird dream. Yeah. I was like, still like thinking I was like lucid dreaming. I'm like, I'm awake, but I'm not like, this is crazy. I don't know. I'm look. I don't know. What's your? I here's the thing. I right before we logged on to record this, I was also on Twitter because what do I do in, in my spare time in the middle of the day? Go on Twitter. Um, and Daniel Radcliffe was interviewed. I and saw I, this. <laughs> he was asked what his thoughts were, and he goes, "I am so tired of hearing about this." And I dramatically bored of hearing people's opinions about Will Smith. Yeah, he goes, I, I don't want to be another opinion being added to the conversation. And girl, I I relate, but unfortunately, I'm gonna have to give my opinion today. Gun to head, somebody is going to hear my opinion today. I don't even. Really this is Holly Shook. We talk about celebrity happenings. I feel like this is the most anticipated episode in Holly Shook history, which mm-hmm. is why I think we're delaying talking about the slap in more detail. It's already twelve minutes into this episode, and we yeah, haven't talked about like, it. Skip, skip, skip. Um, yeah. <laughs> all right, you guys, all right. We have to get into it. We have to get into what's it. What's your right? what's what's your? We got a we got initial reactions 
from both of us. Right. What's going on? Is this real? Was this planned? What's happening? Now that we know it was not planned, what are you what are your thoughts? And I'm glad we've, you know, had a few days to sit with it. We're we're recording on March thirty first, Thursday. Um, because we could also see how other people, you know, reacted and we could have our reaction to the reactions mm-hmm. and just wade through the commentary. And my initial reaction, and I texted this all to you, this is amazing. This is funny. Mm-hmm. This is weirdly intense. It's mm-hmm. dramatic. Mm-hmm. But overall, we just think this is just great entertainment. Right. Not serious. Right. Not serious. People are taking this incredibly seriously, right? And I want to dive deeper into that and why I don't think it's actually serious. But are you seeing these takes, right? Where people are like, I can't. This is why Will Smith is the same as George W. Bush invading Iraq. And I'm like, what? Mm-hmm. Like, why? How is your, like, <laughs> are you that hung up on like celebrity or like trying to get internet clout? that uh, you're going to make the most asinine comparison humanly possible. Like one resulted in the death of like a million people. And the other was just a weird rich celebrity slapping another celebrity. (laughs) The most unserious thing to happen. Also one of the most hilarious things to ever happen. It's the Judd Apatow saying he could have killed him. Like, I'm, I'm sorry. I don't know the last time someone was killed from a slap, but this was the best part. People started replying to the replies that oh were God. making fun of Judd Apatow with examples of people dying from slaps. Like, 14-year-old boy dies from, like, brain damage from a slap. And it's like, okay, maybe it's happened, like, three times in the history of millions of slaps. Like, right now, right as we're recording this, someone is being slapped. It's a fact. I hope so. <laughs> we should be slapping more people, okay? I saw a tweet that said, Retail and customer service workers should be allowed one slap per year of a customer. And I'm like, agreed. People should be slapped. <laughs> my my cousin used to joke because he had like the worst road rage. He used to say, um, it should be legal for human beings to be able to slap other human beings for, for stupid stupidity, especially road stupidity. You know, you know, like running a red light or right. you know, veering into your lane Actual and almost causing an accident. Stuff. I'm like, that's like dangerous stuff that could actually kill someone. I famously was almost killed by someone running a red light mere months ago. Right. I wish I could have slapped that man. I think you should have legally been allowed to slap him. If he's legally allowed to almost kill me, I should be legally allowed to slap him. And I want to preface what like this whole conversation with while I simul- simultaneously like think this is not a big deal a total, you know, nothing in the grander scheme of life. I have probably spent more time thinking, reading, and talking about this incident than anything in the last few months. Right. No joke. It's ridiculous. But I simultaneously just don't think it's a big deal. It's just hilarious. I, honest to God, have not really been reading anything about it because I am very much the Daniel Radcliffe of it all, of like, I think I kind of gave up on it when it started becoming this whole thing. Like, I laughed out loud at the the first meme of it, which was like, "Your eye, a big pizza pie." You know, like there was the meme of it's like when you're at when your moon hits your eye like a big pizza pie. I'm like, <laughs> right, right. that's hilarious. And then I'm like, oh, like this is gonna just be like a funny meme. Like Will Smith's gonna like kind of say sorry. Chris Rock's gonna be like, we're good, and then like we'll move forward. 
that is not in fact what happened. Um, I don't know. Like, here's the other thing too. Like, I guess I was reading people's like takes online, like any tweets or like whatever, but I never really like clicked on like an article. I'm like, there does not need to be a fucking Washington post op-ed about this. Like we're good. You know, did you see that? I saw that. I was like, delete, blocked, reported. Like Will Smith didn't just slap Chris Rock. And we could get into what the article is about, but anyway. I don't even, like, I just can't. But, like, <laughs> when it started becoming, like, a whole thing and people are, like... Think pieces. Think Commentary. Pieces. How this relates to the U- Ukraine invasion. I'm like, no, no, no. It does right. not. It right. literally does not. And that's In no way. It started getting, I started getting so confused. I'm like, wait, wait, wait. So who are we mad at here? I was like, <laughs> who's the, I don't know who the bad guy is. Like there's people on taking one side or the other. I'm like, I didn't know there was a side. Like there is no side. I'm so confused. Like I, str- I literally don't really still understand what's going on, which. Okay. I'll is- clarify my position on this, like on a, on a serious level. Like, obviously, Will Will Smith shouldn't have slapped him. Sure. Right? Like, he just shouldn't have. Like, you just don't slap people, especially for jokes. I mean... Well, we just said people should be allowed to slap people. But not for, like, a joke. But then people are like, well, it's a joke about, like, her having alopecia. But, like, I don't know. But I don't think... Okay, here's the funny thing. I don't think it was really a joke about her having alopecia. I don't know if he knew that she had alopecia. Right. I mean... I feel like she talks about it. Like, I didn't know that, but like, I also didn't know it was like that sensitive of a subject, if that makes sense. Right. So, you know how our jobs is to follow, not our like actual jobs, but like <laughs> our jobs on this podcast are to follow like celebrities and what they do and what's happening to them. Sure. Like, Chris Rock may be a celebrity, but he's also a human being. He has probably a lot of things on his plate more than us, I would argue. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> We I didn't know that she... until 11 a.m. today, so <laughs> I don't think we did not know that Jada Pinkett Smith had alopecia. We did not know. Like I had no idea. Just because she did a TikTok about it or like an Instagram live about it, she she had a few videos about it. Apparently, right. I know after the fact. Doesn't mean that Chris Rock knows. I think it was a two part joke. One part is that she's bald, but I don't think he's making fun of her because she's bald. I think what he was saying was that her quality of acting and her quality of acting career would only land her in a film like a G.I. Jane 2, and it's tying in her look, her aesthetic, right? Sure. Looking like Demi Moore in 1997. To say that, because the 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 thing he said prior to that was, oh, I really hope Will Smith wins an Oscar, you know, blah, blah, blah. Right. And he's like, well, we know Jada's not going to do that because, you know, her next f- role is going to be G.I. Yeah, Jane 2. Like, Right. And listen, I'm I'm sensitive to how people receive things. Obviously, if she felt really bad and she looked really pissed off. She did. That sucks. I and it sucks because, you know, um she's she's going through alopecia and, and and you know, I feel for her. I do, obviously. Um I don't think Chris Rock was going at her maliciously for having for having alopecia. I think he was making fun of her acting career. Um, right. and which like, is fair game at the Oscars. Come on. Like if you attend that you gotta know you may you may be the subject of a joke. It happens every year. That's the other thing I'm like pe- like if he was like in a news interview or something and made a joke about her appearance, like that would be like a little less appropriate. But I'm like I feel like at the Oscars, if you're in the audience, you're in the room, you're kind of like anyone's fair game. And I have heard 
much worse things said about people at award shows. But they're hilarious. I think award shows openings and monologues are so funny. Like, catch me watching old ones on YouTube because they're the best jokes. Because they're just like, all these people are filthy rich and obsessed with themselves and narcissists. And I'm going to make fun of them. And they can't really do shit about it because this whole fucking event is everyone sucking their own dicks about how great they are when, like, there's actual issues going on in the world and real problems. And they're like, well, look at our little fancy little thing. Um, so they could get roasted for eight minutes. That's why I don't think Chris Rock deserved to get slapped. slapped but I also just don't think it's that serious to then... To then go into this whole discourse, no. and mind you, right, I didn't read articles, but I, I see the discourse, I see the headlines, where it's like, I don't know, Jim Carrey saying that he should have been arrested, this person saying he should have been arrested, why didn't, uh, are the police going to investigate him? Like, I, I'm sorry, but, you know, do do you guys, like, go out at all? Like, not that I, like, go out to, like, violent places, like, but <laughs> I go to, like, some nice bars, like, there's a nice bar I go to. And like three times in the last three months, I would say there's been like one of those fights that like everyone's like, "Whoa, shit! There's a fight!" And, I and had it doesn't someone get throw a bar stool at me two days ago. What? How that's did you not leave this podcast? That? <laughs> that should be fucking. That should be investigated. He threw a bar stool at me. He missed, and then I laughed at him for missing. But. It's like, yeah, like, it's not the end of the world. Also, them being like, he's going to give his Oscar back. And I'm like, okay, Harvey Weinstein, like, has entered the chat, bitch. Like, what are we doing here? It's so overdramatic. It's more overdramatic than Will Smith's reaction to Chris Rock's joke. I love, my favorite part of the whole thing is that (laughs) it's when it's Will sitting down screaming about keeping his wife's name out of your mouth. And Chris Rock's reaction was, it's a G.I. Jane joke. And I'm like, the fact that, Perfect. The fact that his reaction is, it's a G.I. Jane joke is truly iconic to me. I, I'm obsessed with that part of it. It's so authentic. And I feel like we've all seen that scene play out before in our lives. Like, I've seen people get really upset at jokes. Yeah. yeah. You know, like in your group of friends. And the person responds like, it's a insert x joke it's Mm -hmm. not a big deal like i really didn't attack you that deeply or like in the most malicious way possible and that's why i I haven't seen people throw this out there that's why i actually think it wasn't a joke about her bald head it was a joke about her being a shitty actress i mean the only movie i've ever seen her in is madagascar and madagascar 2 i've seen her in the matrix sequels so okay well um have you not watched the matrix sequels that's the real scandal here I've seen The Matrix one time when I was in middle school and I don't remember it. Um, Yeah, it's just really insane. I kind of, I think the reason, like, especially coming into this recording, I'm, like, rolling my eyes is because, like, can we just, like, can we just, like, not, can we just not have it be a thing? Like, like, we can't have any fun. And then, like, not to tie, kind of to tie it in. Then people were, like, freaking out about the Amy Schumer kirsten dunce seat filler joke and i'm like (laughs) like can is anybody enjoying themselves anymore has anyone had one ounce of fun in their life ever no like you really think that kirsten dunce like amy schumer and kirsten dunce didn't like plan that out and everyone's like what a fucking disrespectful 
bitch. And everyone's like, Jesse Plemons looked pretty, pretty uncomfortable. I'm like, they are actors. Their literal job is to make you believe that something is happening for real when it's not. Like, everyone's so fucking annoying. Like, I was, like, this close to deleting Twitter this week. I would never. I would never. (laughs) But, like, it turned, like, both of those situations turned into this this whole thing that is so, just the epitome of, like, why I hate the fucking internet sometimes. It's two things, right, right? It's one, people want everything to be universal. So, Will Smith's slapping of of Chris Rock and, and yelling at him, keep my wife's name out your fucking mouth that has to be about war and violence on a macro level and the destruction of society and and it's a insight into humanity or or the second thing people do right is make it very personal did you see people go this was trauma watching that was trauma it re-traumatized me it traumatized me Wanda Sykes said I'm traumatized that was that was a traumatizing thing in my life I love Wanda Sykes. I used to watch. She had some show many years back when I was young. Do you remember? There was some show. I watched it. I I enjoy Wanda Sykes. Yeah, sure. Like, but what, Wanda? Like, you know, how can this traumatize you and not to, like, speak on other people's trauma? Right. Everyone has their own experiences. I'm going to get canceled because, like, I'm I'm I'm, I'm devaluing trauma. I'm I'm invalidating trauma. But, like, like, how can, like... Like, and now we have to talk about what this really is. It's not universal. It's not deeply personal to you, Rye, or to me, right. or to like Joe Blow, Jane Doe, whoever the hell. It's a, it's this like really strange micro event that has its like very specific contours and history, like of its own, no. with no relation to anything else. And let's talk about what it really is. Will Smith and Jada Pinkett Smith have a weird ass relationship, which we have covered like a thousand times on this podcast. Right. We were just, how weird is this, right? Just last week before the Oscars, we were talking about how Will Smith is super defensive about their relationship. He overcompensates. He talks about their sex life nonstop. And it has really, like, they always were, you know, having their thing. And there was the Tupac stuff dating back a couple decades. There was always like, and they, they were Scientologists. People like aren't talking about that. People have, are talking it, about that. Thank you very much. They are. Okay, yeah. I haven't seen it this the Scientology discourse. Jesus Christ. So they've always been like a strange Hollywood couple. Like, and by the way, like I think you and I would be strange if we were insanely. Ooh, no, I don't think that. <laughs> that weird. would not be strange. Would be weird. <laughs> if we were globally famous the 99th percentile famous for 30 plus years rye where everybody in the world knows who we are right nothing is off limits to us right there's no room we couldn't get access to there's nothing that's unaffordable to us no home no experience nothing if we wanted to go to the moon apparently or space rather we go to space but that's like another thing is like people like turn it into that too then they're like well, leave it to the rich people to be able to just do whatever they want and slap people and just sit in the room. Everyone's like, I don't know. I, I, I'd say that's the one only compelling point about this. And I'll say, I'll say it this way: if let's let's pretend, you know, some someone went on stage with like a climate change poster, right? Like one, like you know, they weren't like a super famous person. They weren't Will Smith famous or wealthy. And it was like, we got to end fossil fuels. Right. You know? That person would be kicked out. Right. And we heard that the Academy Award uh, tried to kick him out. And 
he he wouldn't leave. If you're well, that like, famous, then you can do whatever you want. Oscar ten minutes later, and they're like, "Well, actually, he's not here anymore." <laughs> like, I'm sorry, they're not going to do that. Like, it's still fucking Hollywood. Like, they're not re- no, no one in that room is real. Like, none of those people are, have real normal lives. Like, and everyone like people are like saying like it was so uncomfortable to just watch him go back to his seat and sit down. And I'm like, for sure. Like, it it probably was very uncomfortable in the room afterwards. Like. Oh yeah, in the room. But as a viewer, no. I, no, as I didn't a viewer, care. I was like, Bleh. um, the, the what was more uncomfortable was watching Jamie Lee Curtis holding a dog, while all the people who died are behind her. But like, it wasn't even a sad moment. Like the in memoriam was really what we should be talking about. Um, but like, yeah, like you said, if some random, like if a seat filler went on stage and slapped someone like they probably would have like been arrested because they're just a random person. But like what you're like, it's Will Smith. Like, what are you going to do? Like, I don't know what to tell you. So that's like maybe the one compelling thing we could talk about, but like, we all know that, right? Like obviously wealthy people can get away with a lot. (laughs) It's like privilege. I'm just talking about last, just a quick reminder of what we talked about last week. I'm pretty sure my take was, can we just give Will Smith his Oscar so he can shut up for two seconds and not have to hear him talk about his relationship with Jada Pinkett Smith every day? I really jinxed that one. <laughs> then he got the longest Oscars acceptance speech of all time. What was your... So thank uh, you, Rai. What was your reaction to his speech? I Okay, wait. I want to get into that, but let, can I circle back to the whole thing about like Will Smith's psyche? Sure. And why that like influenced the slab and like that's what we should be talking about really or like not should be but that, like that's really what happened. Yeah. Listen, him and Jada, they've been Scientologists. They've been like two of the most famous people for 30 plus years. Your psyche gets affected by that. And then to be frankly embarrassed. Right. In front of the world because that's his audience. Right. In 2020 or whatever that was, 2019, um, by, you know, his wife. Ha- like having an affair with his son's best friend and then for his wife to exploit that fact for her facebook tv show like whatever the heck that is like are we gonna get a red table talk about the slap because <laughs> girl if they're smart they would do it i don't it know why probably, it yet <laughs> it would be the most watched red table talk get the probably chris rock jada and will smith get them oh. to the red table right Let's make you a producer for the Red Table Talk right now. I, why have they not been banging down my door? So anyway, to have that happen, and every and then he became a meme. Everyone made fun of him. Mm-hmm. There were those moments where he looked really sad and embarrassed, like he was about to cry. And he's having to sit there as, you know, they talk about how, like, yeah, you know, she and August Alsina had this, like, amazing love and relationship, whatever the hell. I don't know. And then basically he spent the last, like, two to three years talking about how they have this non-monogamy monogamy how he wanted to like uh, uh have 20 girlfriends at once and how he uh him and jada have like this beautiful partnership life partnership and that no entanglement could get in their way like there's obviously a lot brewing there emotionally for the guy you know and that's what it was right. it was just emotional outburst it, it's not about him being george bush it's not about like whether or not he deserves his oscar he deserves his oscar he won he won for a movie Right. And he was great in the movies, apparently. I didn't watch it. I'm and, sure he was because he's a great actor. Like, 
that's what this is about. It's not about anything else. Do, like, come on, don't sanction the guy. Like, maybe ban him from next year's Oscar if you need to do something just to make people happy. Yeah. He doesn't need to attend every year. That thought point, like, come on. <laughs> I don't know. So, you know how, how PR works, right? Yeah. You sometimes just got to do something to, you know, get the get the people off your back. Right. But to take away his Oscar win, that's, that's ridiculous. Happen. To compare him to Putin and... Hitler, did you see that? People were saying this This is akin to violence yeah. perpetra- perpetrated by historical figures like Putin. They were like, once we allow someone to slap someone and then sit down in their seat, how do you think the Nazis got started? And I'm like, right, right. What? Like, what? like, no. Dude, this guy has marital issues. And, and it, it basically boiled over like super publicly. And it's just, it's kind of funny because like they are fine and they are generationally wealthy for like a thousand generations. Literally. And, like she'll go to their Hamptons house and he'll go to their Beverly Hills house and they'll spend some time apart or whatever. And he'll fine. call Chris Rock. They'll be fine. You know, he'll buy Chris Rock a Lamborghini. Like <laughs> It'll be fine. Yeah. <laughs> There's nothing that serious here. Um, I, of, I don't know what to say other than that. I kind of... um was living for the speech though yes it was just so emotional like emotionally driven yeah and he kind of like said sorry without saying sorry which you know i love a non-apology um i I thought it was the opposite i thought the speech was a this is my justification for slapping chris rock right because he's like Listen, you got to be a protector in this world. You got to be. I have the speech in front of me. He's a vessel of love. He was a vessel of love, is what he kept saying. But then he also talked about like being a family man, like Richard was, and you have to protect your family. So like that's him protecting his family. If you talk shit about my wife, I am going to slap you. (laughs) He was essentially like acting like a method actor. He's like you know King Richard or whatever dad's name it's like he was he always had to protect his family and protect his daughters and i'm the same way i protect my family i'm a vessel of love and i'm like okay cool like i'm like i got it justified like we're good (laughs) (laughs) it was a great i mean it was it was a pretty iconic 10 minutes of television i will say that i watched live by the way finally okay bandwagoner (laughs) I did. I jumped on the Oscars bandwagon oh because God. I knew it would be boring, right? Because it's boring every year. It's been boring every year for like, I don't know, a decade plus. And when that happened, when I came across that, I turned it on because uh, I knew it was coming. Yeah. Everyone on the timeline was saying, holy shit, the best actor category is coming. About what to- if he now wins? Yeah. And it was pretty like, it was pretty like he was the shoe in to win, essentially. He was definitely the favorite. Was there anyone else that could have possibly won? I think Benedict Cumberbatch was like in the mm. in the throes of it with uh, Power of the Dog. He was great. It's great. In okay, it. so it was possible he wouldn't have won, but I'm so glad he did. Right, because it gave us that speech. I'm pulling it up right now because I I feel like there well, were just some why, great like, lines. That's why also like um, an initial reaction I think a lot of people had was like, is this a whole bit like because it was kind of like, all right, we're getting close to the big acting awards where Will Smith is most likely going to win. So my thing was like, oh, is this like going to be some weird like sketch that they do? Chris Rock runs out on stage. Yeah. And, <laughs> and then it's like, like that it was a joke. <laughs> yeah. And then it like leads into him winning or something. Like, I don't know. 
I thought it was like, I, in my head, it was like a whole mastermind plan. And I was like, this is going to be genius leading up to the best actor. And then it just kind of was like, not. And I was like, wait a second. <laughs> it was just so strange. Oh my God. It was thrilling television. Like, thank God. That's like, that's live TV, baby. You, like, at least in our household, we were on the edge of our seat at Wait, every line. Yeah. Well, no. Well, uh, yes, that, but also after every line, what is he going to say next? Right. Because you could tell he was he was not leaving that stage until he felt he got everything out. Mm -hmm. And if he prepared a speech, I doubt that's the one he prepared. <laughs> he just had like this perfectly <laughs> scripted to the moment speech ready like days in advance. Like, I just know I'm going to slap somebody. <laughs> I mean, that's why I was like, I don't know. Like, the speech kind of came pretty, like, it seemed pretty, like, not not improvised. So I was like, was it all planned? Like, no, it was so improvised, right? Because he's standing there and he's taking his time. He's taking beats to think about it. Yeah. You know, he would stand there like, <sighs> and then he's holding back tears. <laughs> and then he would, like, come up with his next line. And then, again, take a beat. It was back camp. tears. It was camp. <laughs> it was fully camp. Okay, here's some lines. I love it. Okay. Uh, Richard Williams was a fierce defender of his family. Um, in this time in my life, in this moment, I am overwhelmed by what God is calling on me to do and be in this world, which like, I love it because he's basically saying, I am being called on to be a fierce defender of my family. That's why I had to slap Chris Rock. Like yeah. everything, Every line to me about this was like, Fuck, I know I embarrassed myself. Yeah. I know I did. How can I make this better? How can I justify what I did without like actually referencing it? Because I think he didn't want to like reference it because he, wasn't he didn't. Be like, so do you guys remember 10 minutes ago when I slapped Chris Rock? Let's get into it. Like he's not gonna like straight up just like be like that happened. <laughs> you know what we have to acknowledge too, right? Like people are talking about how like it was such a scary, violent, traumatizing moment. To me, what it was most was just ridiculous. It was an open hand slap. Like, what is this? The middle? It was like literally the episode from Euphoria. If anybody watched Euphoria, I, I didn't next, watch. I didn't watch Euphoria. That was the next meme. It's like when Maddie comes on stage and slaps Cassie on stage in the middle of the play. I'm like, that's literally what happened in Euphoria mere months ago. Everybody hates Chris. Yes, I'm showing Ry the everybody hates Chris meme, which I thought was hilarious. Um, <laughs> no, I thought it was just surreal, weird, like ultimate hollywood because hollywood is so bizarre and like what we do on this pod sometimes is cover the historic scandals mm -hmm. i mean some of these are just outrageous and i and listen you know what this really speaks to frankly the truth is stranger than fiction if you wrote this shit and put it in a screenplay people would laugh at it they'd say that's mm -hmm. that's so dumb like it, it better not be a serious film right it better it's be like a total parody the season finale of euphoria this happened in the season finale of euphoria but like not oscars i mean it was like probably in high school which makes sense exactly. people in high school but slap saying, each other like, it's literally right, right. something you create for a tv show like you someone gets out of the audience and slaps someone else in the middle of the production like that is that is fiction yeah yeah it's it's ridiculous <laughs> You would never think it could happen on this big of a stage, like right. the Oscars, where this tens of millions of people more, are watching. Like this, this should have happened at the Golden Globes or the Critics' Choice. Okay, this is not <laughs> Oscars like level. The Razzies. This is a Razzies moment. This is so Razzies. But it happened at the Oscars, which makes it surreal. It makes it outlandish. So, like the serious thing pieces. Bye. I'm overwhelmingly bored. I want to hear just more people dissect it like kind of the way we are. And that's why we're doing it the way we're doing it. Because, you know, we're awesome and we're going to do it the best way. And everything we do is right and correct. 
<laughs> exactly. Um, it, it's it should be dissected for its comedy. It's it's ridiculousness. Like okay, Rye, taught like like list like your Mount Rushmore of like surreal live moments in television. Like this has to be on it, right? Like it's this it's the La La Land mix up. Yeah, no, this is up there. Um, what are other crazy live moments that you're like, oh my god? Um, there's a lot of great sports moments, but you could also say Kanye West saying George Bush hates black people. Oh, I was going to go Kanye West interrupting Taylor Swift. That's another one. It's giving very that energy. I was trying to move away from awards shows because I think there's other examples outside yeah. of awards shows. Um, I feel like live proposals are always weird, like on reality mm. show, like finale, not like Bachelor, but like this one guy proposed to his girlfriend at big brother even though they only spent about two and a half weeks together <laughs> that was weird um they're still together though good for them good for them um i don't know but like that's why you li- like that's the point of live television is like i'm sorry my can you hear my laundry going off <laughs> i love it let's just keep going <laughs> my laundry plays this really cute little like tune when it's done and i didn't time it out right your, your um, laundry wanted to make an appearance on the podcast this is live live entertainment you guys this is like live tv instead <laughs> of being slapped my laundry is going off um <laughs> I don't know. There's like great sports ones, like these coaches, uh, you know, going crazy in pe- press conferences. Like there was one guy, like I think it was like the Oklahoma State football coach, and he, like, I remember like this when I was in middle school or something, and he screams like, "Like go at me! I'm a man! I'm 40!" And he's like screaming at this reporter who's like asking him a, like a basic question. <laughs> like when this stuff happens, it's not even it's not that serious. It's just crazy. But that's why you want. Like I know the Oscars are boring and like whatever, but like. You almost like it's like stuff like this where you're like I almost like just kind of feel like I have to watch it just because like if if something happens you want to like see it and like I don't know like the last Oscars I don't even know what went what happened at the last Oscars but I like watched them on my like they were on in the background like I wasn't really paying attention and then nothing happened like can't even remember what happened last Oscars but like no I don't know that's that's why live television has to exist sometimes is for weird shit like this and God bless that it did because. I don't know. There's nothing else really that happened that we talked about. Do you I think that? Do you think that uh, Will and Jada could maybe get separated, divorced? <laughs> it's hard to predict those kind of things, but I feel like this—they've been teetering on the edge for a few years now. But like, I feel like we've talked about them a lot, and our response is always like, "They're just like this is just what they—they are. Like they're never gonna like really separate because they're so." It's just kind of what they do is they just kind of have this right. relationship that's weird. But not that open relationships of... are weird. I think that like constantly like reaching out to GQ to like talk about your open right. relationship is weird. No, I'm not saying like they yeah, like the concept of it yeah, is weird. I was just clarifying. Yeah. They're just strange. Like they're just like a strange couple. And like but like I don't know, it'd be kind of fucked up if <laughs> he like was defending her and then she's like that's not cool and like leaves like i don't know i mean i'm oh, you not know. gonna like make any assumptions but you know what we haven't talked about but maybe it's already been talked about to death online is how will smith was dying of laughter at right. that joke right and then and she rolled her eyes she rolls her eyes she looks pissed will isn't looking at her right the camera cuts back to chris rock the next thing we see like His five seconds later speech. is yeah, Will yeah. Smith yeah. walking onto the stage to slap him. 
so my theory and i feel like everyone kind of like co-signs this is that she must have turned to him and said like what the hell that sucked like, yeah fuck him and then will was like okay i gotta be the fierce defender of my family let's go and I, I don't know i don't know if he knew he was gonna slap chris rock i think he wasn't sure what he was gonna do right i like <laughs> want i want like the shot of of that like i want to see what in those like yes. 10 seconds went on between the two of them you know there was a camera still on them absolutely somewhere the footage exists we need that footage because yeah it's like it, zapruder film shit it truly <laughs> kind of like his reaction was not the same. It's kind of giving like the Serena and uh, Venus thing from Jane Campion that we talked about a couple weeks ago, where like their first reaction was like kind of laughing, and then their second reaction was kind of like that was a weird joke, and then their third reaction was just like okay, like it can take a second for things to process and like to have reactions. But like Will was not offended at first, so something not at all. But Jada was immediately. Hmm. It doesn't, yeah, and maybe there's more to the joke that we're missing, but like, it doesn't seem like it was not that offensive as a jo- of a joke, I guess. So I'm very intrigued. I feel like, especially because they wait, you just right. okay. yeah, you you cut out, you cut out. Okay, live TV, baby, <laughs> live TV, baby, put us on the dock. um, yeah, I don't know. It's just a, it's just a true situation. I thought it was just gonna be fun and games. But people can't enjoy anything anymore. I guess there's more to it that we're missing, maybe. But I don't know. I didn't. I didn't like dive into it more to try to figure out what the deeper issues were because, like, I just doesn't seem to be something that affects me enough. But <laughs> apparently, there. Was I think lot- she was pissed about the alopecia angle, and and rightfully so. Yeah. I, again, I don't think it justifies a slap. Like not, right. and I'm not like but I'm not mad about it. Like I'm not like not, the thing I don't understand is people calling for his arrest. Right. Calling for Will Smith to have his Academy Award taken. Like really guys, no. like can we just say like he shouldn't have slapped Chris Rock? Sure. Maybe Chris Rock should have done a little more research sure. before he did that joke. And I definitely don't think he would have done it if he knew shit alopecia. Um but whatever, fine. He should have done more research. Um, and then that's it. That's the end of it. It's it, literally it's, the end of it. I wish it just was a meme that was laugh. We laughed at and could have just moved on from there. But unfortunately, people can't enjoy anything in life anymore. And but you know what? It's going to be a meme that you and I can laugh at. Well, and we, we will did. laugh at the memes. And I've been laughing did. at the memes, and we did. We did laugh. Um, yeah. I mean, great, great. Um, live television moment, great Oscars moment, definitely going to go down. You know, there's always the like 12 most shocking things from the Oscars as we prepare for this week's ceremony. I'm like, that's added to the list, you know? BuzzFeed is so thankful that that they could add one more to the list from the, the top 11 craziest Oscars moments. They're like, we can't take any of them off the list. So now we're just going to have 12 crazy moments. I'm like, okay. And they're all like varying levels of crazy too. I'm like, how are we comparing these two things? Like I, one is like Lady Gaga wore this crazy dress in 2013. Right. And then one is Will Smith slaps Chris Rock. And the other one is they don't give the right person the award at the end of the ceremony that I think, I think that moment was like more thrilling because it was so clearly like nobody, like it was just chaos and I lived for that chaos. But 
There was more movement. There was more energy. Whereas like this one was like Will Smith slaps him. You're watching and you're like, was that a fake slap? He sits down. And for me, what confirmed it being real was the keep my wife's name out your fucking mouth. And then repeating it where he looked really upset and serious. Like Will Smith looked like he was going to break down and cry. Keep my wife's name out your fucking mouth. That's what I knew. His response was, I will. (laughs) Yeah. And then he goes, and then he says, under his breath, sort of, he goes like, oh, I could. And then he just stops. LOL. I feel like he was saying like, oh, I could, I could really get you right now. Yeah. Like, he, I think he had a couple August Alsina zingers just in his, in his toolkit. Mm-hmm. But he was like, no, I'm not going to do it. That would be chaos. I, you know, chaos. also what I got to say, I got to add to our discourse. Respect for, you know, respect to Chris Rock. Oh, I was for, just going to say. He handled for it. his composure. Yeah, he handled it like a professional, and I'm very impressed. If I got slapped, like I would have like cried and like <laughs> ran off stage. <laughs> he hardly flinched; like his head moved because he got slapped. Yeah, but he immediately like recoiled back into like a standing position and like read the teleprompter. <laughs> and, like, <laughs> how is that humanly possible? And it looked it it looked like a really hard slap. Oh yeah, it wasn't like a it wasn't like a flick. Um, it was a smack. It was actually not a slap. It was a smack. Like you heard the, the sound. <laughs> the yeah, smack. the smack. <laughs> not the we're, slap. The we're smack. rebranding this moment as the smack. Um, yeah, mean, you heard it right. Oh, I, I mean, it. It, oh yeah, yeah. I um yeah, respect to Chris Rock. Honestly, really iconic um performance by him. Definitely, gonna, <laughs> def definitely gonna get booked on a couple more award shows after this. They're like, well. If anything goes wrong, Chris Rock knows how to handle it. He's gonna, he's gonna keep his composure. He should host next year's Oscars. Yeah, I'm putting this it up. This was like this is actually this is the best thing that's happened to Chris Rock in years. Let's just throw. Let's just say what it is. <laughs> My favorite thing was that after the smack, Adam Sandler posted on Twitter like everyone should go check out like Chris Rock's like stand up comedy tour. And it's like yeah, like honestly exploit the moment and do right. some uh, real time marketing here. Yeah, if you're if viral you're, marketing, if you know it's good for you, you need to lean into like being talked about for the mo- like the most <laughs> in years. Like he needs to really lean into this. Uh, I I think people will talk about this for a very long time. Oh, for sure. And obviously every Oscar season, but I, I think this, right. this discourse isn't going away. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar is writing think pieces about it. I'm like, Kareem, I love you. We don't need the think piece, man. Okay. I haven't read it, by the way, so I'm sure it's good. Kareem, I love you. You know, I love the Lakers. I'm wearing a Lakers shirt right now, right? You can see that. I love, a, I love the Lakers. As a, you know, regular listener, I hope he knows that you love him. Um, Yeah, well, you know, there's going to be like many jokes about it next year, too, at the Oscars. Mm. There's gonna be quite the quite the punchline next year it's they're gonna have like extra security and like the red coats and they're gonna say something mm-hmm. like like yeah you may be noticing that there's extra security here i wonder why like something right. stupid like or that. they'll put like a fence around the stage or something when chris rock <laughs> comes out to present they'll be like ah. god we should be writers for the oscars these are <laughs> these jokes are hitting these jokes Comedy are gold. hitting Oh, hey! hey. <laughs> I'm gonna quit showbiz. Um, I haven't even started working in showbiz. I hate my life. Anyway, I loved this moment. I am sorry that Chris Rock got hit. Nobody deserves to be hit, um, unless you're rude to customer service workers. Um, I, right. I have one more like serious 
topic to bring up. We could, we talked a little bit about the like discourse on class, and I think we could all agree that like sure. if you're supremely wealthy, you have different rules. Um, have you seen a little bit about the discourse on race? I did, and I think that's also like a little bit where I got confused because not to be like I didn't think of it that way, but like I didn't, and then like I was seeing like people on Twitter being like, we don't need an opinion. We don't need any white people's opinion on what just happened. And I was like, I didn't like, I don't know. I just didn't get where that like factored in, if that makes sense. Yeah. So like, I, I didn't dive too deep into this, so I, I don't want to like talk about this unintelligently um, or right, same. in an uninformed like, way. I'm not ever going to be the one to be like, I'm allowed to have opinion on something that's like race related. But I just was like, I didn't like, think of it as like a race issue but i guess like that ties into like most things in life but i don't know i was like very didn't get that part so that that wapo op-ed that you referenced earlier it was kind of going into that i didn't get to read the whole thing because i like just pulled it up before we started talking and of course it's on my second monitor that is for some reason not working right now (laughs) so i can't pull it up but there was some quote in the first few paragraphs by Wanda Sykes saying something basically like, unfortunately, um, you know, black people are going to be criticized to a higher degree. And I, I, that was some of the discourse I saw online, too, was that, like, people are being more cruel to Will Smith. Um, they, are, they, they want the punishment to be harsher. I think United States already is very punitive. You know, right. there's there's certain crimes that in other countries you don't even they don't even fine you or you don't go to jail. And here it's like 20 years. Right. So we could talk about the punitive nature of American culture, like broadly speaking. And as we know, there is like this systemic racism imbued in that culture of punitive justice right? Um, or injustice, rather, where we see white people who sell cocaine and they get two months in prison maybe no prison time just a ten thousand dollar fine and then you have black people selling a a few grams of marijuana going to prison for life great this is absolutely true i think in this case and i can't say for sure we'll never know but if we were to say as a hypothetical like george clooney Mm -hmm. walked up on the stage someone made an amal joke and George Clooney walked on stage. I'm trying to think of a white comedian. Um, Good luck. Rick, no. <laughs> let's say like Mark Jim Maron. Carrey or something. Jim Carrey. Yes. Just slaps Jim Carrey right. across the face, you know, in a very hard way. Walks back to his seat, screams at Jim Carrey or whoever it is. And it's, keep my wife's name out your fucking mouth. Keep my wife's name out your fucking mouth. Two seconds later, George Clooney wins, you know, best supporting actor for Syriana. I think people would have said, wow, that was, you know, that was really bad of George Clooney to do in the moment. Like, you shouldn't have slapped him. Like, the things we, and we would find it funny, you and me here, we'd be sit, having our same takes. Right. We, we wouldn't find it any, you know, less hilarious. And I think people would react a similar way. I, people tend to overreact or like I'm, kind of alluded to earlier they try to get viral online or they want online clout so they're going to come up with the craziest take george clooney is basically the vietnam war reincarnated you know what i mean like who knows what people would have said but you know what that's that's the point who knows i don't know we could we can never really know um but i am sensitive to the racial component and um 
like I like I said, there's there is an obvious culture of punitive injustice in the United States. I I would say, right, and uh, you know may, maybe that is playing a factor in how extreme you know some of these like calls for punishment have been for Will Smith. It's possible. Sure, sure. and I get I get like I get where that is coming from absolutely, and I'll never understand you know that perspective, but like. I just didn't think of it like that way. So I was like very between like that, that like perspective. And then like the comparisons of like Nazi being a Nazi and like (laughs) saying that they need to like take his Oscar away when they literally give out fucking Oscars to pedophiles. Like I'm like, that's when it got all lost for me. And I was just like, I can't even like, I can't even continue to like read about this anymore because sure. If, you know, I'm never going to tell anyone of color that their opinion or perspective is like invalid because I'm never going to be able to have that same perspective. I just didn't, it didn't, it wasn't the first thing that came to my mind. So I was very like trying to keep up with the takes, I guess. And I could. Yeah. <laughs> and here's an Oscar moment we could reference um, when Michael Moore won uh, the Oscar for Bowling for Columbine, the right. <clears throat> documentary about school uh, shootings, specifically, you know, the Columbine shooting, and the, but also the culture of guns in the United States. He went up to give a speech, well, as you do when you win, <laughs> but he, he used his speech to criticize George Bush and the Iraq War, right. if you remember. He yeah. said something like, we don't want this war, shame on you, Bush, whatever, right? He was booed off stage. Right. They booed him off the stage. <laughs> Like, that is a harsher punishment than what Will Smith got. I mean, you right. could say, right? Like, we don't know if he's going to lose his Oscar, right? But right. at least in the moment, Will Smith got to sit back in his seat. He gave his six, seven-minute speech, whatever it was. Michael Moore, who is white, criticizing the Iraq War. At the time, it was a very popular war. He got booed off the stage. I think the commonality between, you know, these two moments of why people are so angry is that people also don't like being uncomfortable um especially wealthy celebrities and i think that's why like jim carrey is so mad and why people why celebrities booed michael moore off the stage i think it made them uncomfortable right because it was kind of an uncomfortable moment yeah it's awkward (laughs) it's awkward i think they didn't like being uncomfortable and when you know someone goes out and criticize a war that they don't understand and that they support because they just want to support in the moment they later not support it right but in the moment they're like we support our president whatever the president wants to do we're just going to blindly follow right right we're going to boo this guy off the stage because this is making us uncomfortable and we don't like discomfort discomfort's not cool to us i think that is really what's at play but like literally no one reacted also in the room on for the slap it right was silent, and then they just moved on then quest love was like i want an oscar <laughs> and like that was that so i just feel like it got blown out of proportion like in the aftermath and that's just kind of the world we live in i guess yeah and, and you know what two things could be true is that like the celebrity reaction could have been mostly about discomfort but then the broader public discord could be influenced by the, a racial component of Sorry people being biased um, against a black man than using um, certain uh, prejudices about black men and violence and then using those prejudices to then inform outrageous opinions right? and racist opinions. I think both could be true. Right. Um, but at least from a celebrity standpoint, like I think the reason why 
like Jim Carrey is so angry and all these celebrities are so angry. And then why they booed Michael Moore off the stage. You know, Michael Moore is white. Will Smith is black. I think the commonality there is like celebrities don't like being uncomfortable. And why would they? They're always comfortable. They're insanely rich. They've never had a single fucking hard moment in their lives. I assume. (laughs) For a long time. It's been a while since they've had discomfort. The Oscars are so cringe. I'm over it. The Oscars are just cringe. It's like a ton of rich people like just stroking themselves silly. And I hope to one day be invited. Like I really want to (laughs) go. We'll we'll host next year and just try to instigate slaps. Oh, bitch. I will be pinning people against each other. I will be pinning people. I'm like, oh, I heard they said this about you backstage. Like, what the fuck? Um, uh, yeah, well, that's, you know what? We that's did it. That. I, I think we, I don't we've think exhausted every possible hear. discourse about the smack. I don't think it's the last we're going to hear about it because, you know, the Academy is going to be talking about it still and there's going to be more people having opinions and there's going to be apologies and follow-up of interviews, but... Yeah, the Academy just opened up their investigation. Um, ridiculous. You need an investigation. It was on national TV. That's all you need to know. Like, we saw. Okay, watch the clip. That's the investigation closed. Um, Jada I- came out and said this is a season for healing. So, of course, she had some, like, weird, vague comment. <laughs> I think if, like, honestly, I'm going to be more pissed if they do, like, punish Will Smith at all, I feel. Because, like, there are so many worse fucking people who have won Oscars and done worse things who have never had to be held responsible for those. So like everyone slapped someone before, probably I assume. I, I don't. Yeah. No, someone threw I, a drink well, in my face once. And I was like, I thought that only happens on real housewives. I don't think I, I'm trying to think if I was like a little kid. I'm probably when you were a kid, you know, I don't know. I Kids are always once in the face on a playground. And then I got in trouble, but I feel it like is everyone's a... punched their brother before. <laughs> Yeah, it's a very, like, six- or seven-year-old or middle school thing to do, like, yeah. get into a slap fight. Yeah. Like, maybe Will Smith should have gone up and said, don't joke about that. And then right. walked and sat down. Sure. But yeah, slap- but it'd be way less of an amazing moment. <laughs> Would have been way more boring. So, actually, thank God he didn't do that. Um, anyway. And I gotta say, can we make one more comment, which I'm sure everyone will like? Will Smith's, like, slap form was awesome. Was like, really his bad. pose was gorgeous. Like he looked like a statue, no, like a god, really like bad. a Greek god. No, very strong. Um, definitely has taken some like self defense classes in his time, or maybe he learned it for like a movie well, or something for yeah. I Am Robot or whatever it is. <laughs> yeah, he had to slap a robot. What Did he that? slap a robot in I Robot? <laughs> was it called I Robot? The one where no I Zombie. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> No, it's the world's over and everyone's zombies except him and i didn't see the movie but i did have to read the book in college for some reason and it was a really good book oh it's i comma robot sure movie right are you talking oh no the zombie movie i am legend i am legend yes i read that book in college and then had to write a um essay on it and i diagnosed the main character with like schizophrenia or something and my teacher was like you read too much into this but okay (laughs) i was like thank you um I heard Will Smith ruined the ending uh, to the movie because the ending of the book is the main character realizing that he is the bad guy. He goes, I am legend. Uh... Realizing that the zombies are actually an evolution of humanity and him going around killing zombies. They were scared of him. That's why they were trying to catch him. I think I remember that. Yeah, but then Will Smith is like, I can't be the bad guy. I have to be the good guy. Change the ending, ruin the movie. 
Cla- Will Smith, stop, stop fucking up. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm sick of talking about Will Smith. Can we now? Next, I'm gonna make. I'm gonna make an outline. No K words and no Smiths for one week. No family who shall not be named. No uh, person who shall not be named. We're not talking about couple it. who shall not be named. Right? Yeah, we are not talking about the other. What if there's a big news thing like he, he who shall not be named? No, is, we're doing his one, Oscar. We're doing one week where we prove that there's other people that exist in this Hollywood plane. But are we sure they exist? Other people. I'm gonna read an article and find out. <laughs> Eventually, sometime this year, I will do that. <laughs> Can we talk about Chris Rock next week? Sure, he deserves to be talked about. He's getting lost in the discourse. Um, but anyway, I hope you guys enjoyed the slap or the smack. Our episode on the smack, um, and we appreciate you guys listening. Let us know your thoughts or don't. You know what? Don't. Yeah, I think on this one, I don't want to know. Just don't let us know. Here's the thing: nobody cares about your thoughts. Nobody cares about our thoughts. Like, let's just move forward. I hope no one listens to this episode. And we this is the a- first time I'm rooting for people not to download this episode. Please don't listen or share. Do not like and subscribe, and do not leave a five star rating on iTunes. Um, but yeah, thanks for listening or not, and <laughs> we will talk to you guys soon. <laughs> Bye. Bye.